They got this far, then they couldn't pass the next intelligence test. Logically, there must be one. Play the contest again. Time. Throughout this game, you have spent a great deal of trouble in trying to break my concentration, and it's very unlikely that you will succeed now. Hello and welcome one and all to another Doctor Who podcast quiz special, quiz number 11 in fact. It's taken a while to get here but we finally made it. Trev, are you ready? No. Can I have a few more months please? Uh, No. Tom? I'm ready and as God intended. James, are you ready? I'm not quite sure what that means Tom but yes, I I am ready. (laughs) (laughs) Point of order Leeson, why did you ask us whether we were ready if we didn't have a choice? (laughs) Well, I was giving you a chance to find your uh, your calm place, because Trev, I know you do struggle with these quizzes. My calm place is in front of about fifteen different Doctor Who reference books <laughs> and a copy of Wikipedia. I, I should be, I should be listening intently for the flicking of pages. I thought you were going to say fifteen <laughs> bottles of beer, and uh, that's, uh, that's very calm. And if one should fall, then there'll only be fourteen. No, we shouldn't be giving Leeson such a hard time, given this is his first time in the Quizmaster's chair here in the camper van. So yes, we're all ready. Go for it, Leeson. I'm feeling calm and collected and in control. So question one is for Trev. Are you ready, Trev? I'm ready, Leeson. I'm, I'm ready. Who are the Tellurians? The Tellurians? Um, they are, that's from Carnival of Monsters, isn't it? Um, the Tellurians are what the, uh, I suppose, race on the planet they visit. I can't remember the name of. That's what they call Earthmen. Correct. Right. Off to a good start, Trev. Off to a good start. Uh, the next question is for James. What is the name of the race on in Carnival of Monsters? I'm asking the questions, Trev. Oh, I, I just want to know because it, now, now it's going to bug me for the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I would have said if I knew, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> right, question two is for James. The Master is known for his ability to disguise himself, but in which adventure did the Doctor disguise himself as a milkman? Oh, goodness. Now, that's one of the Pertwee stories. Uh, Ambassadors of Death? It's not, is it? It's incorrect, I'm afraid. Mm. I'll have to offer this to Tom. It's not the sea... I'll I'll say the sea devils, but it's not. That was the the cleaning lady, wasn't it? It's incorrect, I'm afraid. So, Trevor... So I get it. Well, I believe it is the story, The Green Death. Oh, you're correct, Trevor. You are on fire today. Oh, thank you. Because that's the one of the or a disguise he uses to try and break into the um, what, chemical factory or whatever it is. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm. I was trying to think of a story with a master in it. So I think the question is slightly misleading. Ah, <laughs> deliberately oh. misleading. Well done, Leeson. Mm, indeed. <laughs> Anyway, or well done, Doctor Who quiz book number two. <laughs> <laughs> so the next question is question number three, and this is for Tom. Wow. Which constitution prohibits vaporisation without representation? Oh, oh I know this one. Oh, the closest you're going to get is that it's... Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to... Be- Begin to consider hurrying you. Okay, so uh, the, the Gallifrey Constitution, I don't know. Close. It's not right. Oh. So this goes to James as mm. the lowest scoring opponent. 
I think it's in Vengeance on Varos, and so that may well be completely wrong, but let's say the Verosian (laughs) in the Constitution. Incorrect. No, they they wouldn't have anything as liberal in uh, Vengeance on Varos. Mm. Um, I'm sure that's something that's mentioned by one of the uh, Time Lord lackeys in, in Deadly Assassin. Oh, yeah, hang on. So what constitution are you going for? Well, would, would, would the answer be the Gallifreyan constitution? That's what Tom said. Is that your final answer? Given that we know it's already, already know it's incorrect. Tom said Gallifreyan, so the only other thing I can say is Time Lord constitution. Trev, you are barnstorming today. <laughs> Wait, hang on a minute. Now wow. let's have a word about this. <laughs> I think I understand what that means because there are Time Lords on Gallifrey, but then there are people on Gallifrey who are not Time Lords. Correct. So <sighs> the Time Lords must have their own constitution, which is different to the people who are not hmm. Time Lords, like the people outside the city in Invasion of Time. And if, it, if, it's, if it's referenced in the story as well as the Time Lord Constitution, then I think, yeah, it, it, it's not the yeah. same as a Gallifreyan Constitution. Right, so, listen, just so you know, I haven't bought you a Christmas card and I'm not going to buy you one. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the environmentally friendly way to go. Listen, you've got nine months, it's okay. <laughs> I'll win you back over, Tom. <laughs> win and Tom aren't words that are going to go together very well today, are they? <laughs> <laughs> so after the first round... Um, Three questions in, and Tom has no points. James has no points. Trev has all of the points. Oh. And if I look out of the window, there are giant airships flying through the sky of this alternative Earth. Sorry, Leeson, can, can you just remind me again what James and Tom's score? I think I had a bit of static on the line then. Uh, zero points between them. Incredible. Uh, you're Do telling need me. To recount. It's a marathon, not a race. Come on, question master, get <laughs> on with it. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I'm the next question receiver, aren't I? You are. I am, yes. yes. I'm not going to ask you if you're ready, Trev, because you uh, evidently are. So question four. Yes. What was the exact function of Nerva at the time of the Cyberman invasion? Oh, this is Revenge of the Cybermen, isn't it? That's correct. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was functioning as a beacon, like a lighthouse, against a, was it a rogue comet? that was passing through the system so ships didn't crash into it because it was going to take a ridiculously unfeasible amount of time for all the star charts to be updated. Can you give me the name of the, the rogue asteroid? Oh, you're kidding. Um, I have absolutely no idea what the name of the comet is, but it was a comet that was passing through the system that, that the star charts for the various races, it wasn't going to be updated for a long time. So one of the last functions of Nerva Beacon was to be a beacon to, to stop them running into it. I'm, I'm, he doesn't know, pass I'm, it on, pass it on. Uh, that, that is what I'm looking for. What? He didn't say the name of the planet, but right. the, function, uh, the question was, what was the function? And he did give me the function. I'm afraid. The answer is, as a beacon to guide spacecraft past a new asteroid called Voga, which did not yet appear on star charts. Right, so was Trev, it for Voga, though? Yeah, yes. it was, yeah. Was it actually there for Voga? Oh, he's arguing with you, question master. Take the point off and give it to me. <laughs> You're going to talk yourself out of a point here, Trev. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to accept it, but I just want to confirm the beacon was there to stop ships crashing into Voga. That's correct, because Voga had just right, suddenly okay, appeared. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Unbelievable. Well. Can I have the next question, please? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Although you probably will get it at this rate. You've had your fair share. So question five is for James. 
Shortly after his second and third regenerations, the Doctor headed straight for the TARDIS. But where did he keep his key? <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Which regeneration are we talking about? Second and third. He doesn't know. Give it to me. Second, two, third. Mm. So, second in other, in other words, where, where no, okay. did the fourth Doctor locate no. his key? No, it's shortly after his second and third regenerations, the Doctor headed straight for the TARDIS, but where did he keep his key? Shortly after his second regeneration. Yeah, and third. Right, okay. So are you asking where did the third and fourth Doctor keep their key? That's right. In the regeneration. Right, I know the answer. Can I have the question? <coughs> no, 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 this is mine. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's far too excited. Um, I know, I know. It's exciting to actually be ahead for the I first know. time ever. Yeah, well, no, it's not quite the first time ever. We, we, this is the fourth time we've tried to record this quiz, and you've won them all. So, yeah. this, <laughs> so the recording could still be lost. Um, <laughs> it's a lost episode of the Doctor Who podcast. There's about four of them now. Um, yeah, I know. Let's let's think. So, I'm looking, thinking the spearhead from space. He was in a hospital gown when he became when he regained consciousness, and the thought I I don't know. Um, In his shoe. Oh, oh, correct. You're You're kidding. No, it's a boot. Absolutely no idea. That's good. You're in the points now, James. Wow. Okay. Oh, good. The 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 only thing I was going to ask was I'm I'm perfectly happy for James to have the point. But did the fourth Doctor have a boot, not yeah. a shoe? He went for his boots. Oh, 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 an item of footwear. This is a guy who's 4-1 up. And <laughs> he's quibbling <laughs> no, about the differences I'm, I on am, footwear. I am, am merely asking for clarification. I don't want to take the point away. But I seem to remember the fourth Doctor had a boot, not a shoe. <laughs> you may be right, but I'm still giving James the point. Absolutely. Well deserved. <laughs> You're beginning to look like a bad winner. <laughs> now, Tom... For, for an opportunity to get into the points, you have question six. Cool. What is a Contron tunnel? I have absolutely no idea. <sighs> Final answer? Yes. <laughs> it gets offered to me. Uh, yes, so James. I don't know. Trev. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's gone from you, Tom. Sorry. And James doesn't know, no but idea. I believe I know. Really? What a surprise. I do, I do. <laughs> Isn't it the tunnel that um, was in Time Lash that they shoved all the um, uh, naughty people down and one of them ended up popping in front of H.G. Wells? Unfortunately, James and Tom, he's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. Oh, God. There we go, listeners. Whoever thought a knowledge of Time Lash would come in useful? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of round two, Tom is on zero points. James is on one, and Trev is storming away with it with five. <laughs> oh, my God. If he wow. gets one more question right, it's not going to be possible to beat him. No. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. It would be if, if, anyone, if everyone else got the other questions wrong. But, okay, fine. Yeah. May as well just give up now. It, look, look, Trev has grasped defeat from the jaws of victory on many, many occasions in the past. <laughs> he just might be doing it more convincingly this time. Yeah. Let's go. Come on then, Lee. I'm go. sure the hard questions are imminent. Mm. <laughs> hard questions. Oh. On the subject of Trev, it's your question, Trev. Is it? Question seven. Oh, God. Name both the Doctor's trips to Egypt. Um, well, wh- one is the Pyramids of Mars. Uh, where he uh, enters the tomb, which is the portal to um, Sutex. Well, actually, he, he, he was imprisoned in Egypt, wasn't he? Um, 
And the other one, oh God, it's a first Doctor story and I'm going to say the wrong one. Um, it's a Dalek story and I'm going to say the wrong one. Um, but I'm going to say The Chase. You've said the wrong one. So this question now goes to Tom, uh, being the lowest scoring member of the, of the team. I prefer it to be represented as the, the member of the team with the most potential. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if you can fulfil that potential by answering this question correctly. Okay. I believe this, the, the, the first regeneratively chronological visit was um, part of the Dalek master plan. Correct. You don't get any extra points for using big words, Tom. <laughs> you actually lose them, actually. I'm a, I'm a tube of glue. Um, yeah, the second word would be Pyramids of Mars. Correct, Tom, well you're done. in the points. Well you're in the points. Oh, yeah. Good to be here. <laughs> James, are you ready for question eight? <laughs> Not really, but go on anyway. <laughs> Why did the Daleks from Scarrow not exterminate the Doctor on Necros? Ooh, that's a good question. It was a trap. Um, Davros had set a trap to lure the Sixth Doctor there. Therefore, was he? were they under orders not to exterminate him? Would you like to hear the question again? Go on, then. Why did the Daleks from Scarrow not exterminate oh, the Doctor okay, on Necros? Oh, okay, we're talking Necros. about the other oh, faction. All right, there then. we go. Okay. Over to Tom. Um, Over to Tom. Oh, he does no. He 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 doesn't get two bites of the cherry here, Mister Mister Questioner. Oh, I, I've repeated the question for you, Trev, twice. Oh. <laughs> um, after he oh, 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 as soon as this uh, as soon as Trev gets the sense of victory in his nostrils, that's it. Not all, at all. all. Not at all. I never gave an answer goes. and then was given the question again. I know. Oh, sorry. I'm, I don't know the answer anyway. I do know that it was a different faction, and I know that um, I, I know that I think it was the DJ summoned them, or someone someone summons the other lot of Daleks. It may have been the the, the, the double act, um, um, the Undertakers, and I know that it. They were they were shopping Davros essentially, but I don't know how the Doctor got involved in that. So I'm going to have to say I don't know anyway. So Tom, another chance to fulfil your potential. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, why did the Daleks, the Scarrows, not they weren't there for the Doctor? They were there for Davros. That's it. That's the most I can say. That's what I said. Well, there you go. It's incorrect. Okay, come on, Trev. Trev, Trev, have you got room All for right, any more the- points? Yeah, well, the only thing left of my arsenal is that maybe the Daleks want to put him on trial. Incorrect. Oh. They did not recognise him in his new regeneration. Oh, of course. It was as straightforward as that as well, wasn't it? <laughs> I remember. So that, that point flies off into the vortex. Mm. I blame Eric Sayward. <laughs> Most people do, darling. <laughs> Don't call me darling. <laughs> Tom, darling, it's your question. <laughs> yeah, well, mm, let's go. Why could the pteroleptals encountered by the Doctor not return to their home planet? They were, they were criminals, and they, so they needed to find somewhere new to live because they'd be killed if they returned. It's the correct answer. Thank you. <laughs> so ask me something about from a show 20 years ago. I could, I could work with it, but anything newer than that. <laughs> <coughs> so at the end of round three, the points stand with James on one point. Tom has stormed into second place with two points, and Trev is still on five. Mm. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Destroy the low point holders Kill them Kill them <laughs> So question 10 falls to Trev 
For some 30 years, the colonists on Frontios had been bombarded by meteorites. What did they believe them to be? Um, from, from what I understand, it was like there was a planet that had broken up or something and it was bombarding them because they weren't aware that there was the worm creatures underneath the ground pulling stuff out of orbit. Didn't they think it was a um, planet that had disintegrated and formed into a belt or something and it was, bits were slowly dropping on them? That's incorrect. So this one goes to James being the uh, lowest point holder at this point. I think they thought they were under attack. They thought they were being bombed. Is the correct answer. Nice. Nice. I'm emailing you a point. Thank you very much. Gratefully received. (laughs) Question 11 is for James. Mm -hmm. Who destroyed Davros's remaining hand on Necros? Oh, William Gaunt. Um... (laughs) <laughs> wasn't it? What? Or was it? <laughs> I've forgotten his um, the character's name. Davros's remaining hand. No, hang on. That was. Oh, am I getting this confused? I can't remember. Someone shot Davros's remaining. Was it William? Go- was it Orsini? I'm going to say Orsini. It wasn't. <sighs> so this goes to Tom. Yeah. Any ideas, Tom? Um, right. So it comes down to remembering the name of his mate, isn't it? That's uh, right. Um, oh, come on. Let's have a look. There's William. What do you mean, let's have, have, a, have look. a look? What are you looking at? I think there's a point <laughs> to be removed there. <laughs> have a look. If, I'll come have a look. on every time <laughs> I do this. It's the same thing. Right, let's have a look. Okay, right, fine. Whatever you like. Um, Orsini <laughs> was, was the main guy. And it's his mate. You look like a dog. No, not no, that's, that's, that's a different story. Come on. It's like a giant I, think I, I think I know it too. That's the annoying thing. It was just one of the two. See, I want to say I, I want to say Unstoff, but it's not Unstoff. He's, he's from the Rebus operation, isn't he? Is that your final answer? Yeah, it's incorrect. Trev, would you My like turn? a bite of this cherry? Yeah, why not, Bostock? Yeah, it's Bostock. Ah, knew it. <laughs> I knew it. It was it was Orsinium Bostock. You know, it was Sainwood's mm. attempt at yet another double act to to emulate Robert Holmes. I can just picture Orsini calling him Bostock all the time, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's just in my head. What is, isn't that the second question we've had now from Revelation of the Daleks? <laughs> it is. It's it's a favourite of mine. Oh, okay. Not that I'm complaining. <laughs> okay, Trev, well done. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Over to you for question twelve. Okay, I'm just, I'm just off down the shops. Gone. Okay. Who had been sent off to explore the solar system in XK5, and what happened to him? Um, oh, me! Pick me! I know this one. So I might get it before you, yeah. Trev. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's... Is this the android invasion? That's, that's not an answer. That's a question. Yeah, that, that's, that's a question, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'm asking the questions. I yeah. think it's the pilot of the ship in the android invasion, and his name begins with C, but I can't remember his name. Which is unfortunate, because I've just watched it this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sneaky this one, isn't it? It's that guy. He, oh, I don't know. It's gone. That guy. Is that your final answer? It is. Uh, James, can you remember the name of that guy? I think I can. I can remember a number of characters from um, from that particular story, because obviously we've, we've just watched it recently in order to review it. It was, um, it was Milton, Milton John's character, the guy with the eye patch. And it was crayfish or something like that. Oh, um, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, not yeah. crayfish, is it? No, no. It, it, it's not. Um, well, we also need to know what happened to him. Oh, what happened to him? So can you repeat the question? Repeat the question for me, Lisa. 
who had been sent he off... He just gave an answer. How can you possibly give him another bite of the cherry? That's the second time it's happened. It wasn't a bite Trav, of the I cannot cherry. believe Calm this. down. Calm Trav. down, Luke. You can't lose. <laughs> I cannot... <laughs> Saw winner. He's already had a go. We're not playing Australian <laughs> rules quiz here. <laughs> oh, In which someone gets punched in the face. <laughs> at least it would be nice to have some rules. What's, oh what's the question God. again, Nathan? Now, the question is, who had been sent off to explore the solar system in XK5 and what happened to him? Okay, well, it was, it was Crayford, Cray I'm assuming. Do you need his first name as well? I do. Well, it was a, sh- oh, God. It was a short name. I'll come back to that bit. Uh, it was definitely Crayford, though. And what happened to him? Um, he formed an alliance with an alien race who um, secretly wanted to invade the Earth. The Krulls. And his name was Guy. Is not correct in all its parts, I'm afraid. <laughs> when Trev gets it wrong, can I tell you the right answer? Is it my go, finally, after all these rule breakings? Is it finally my go? It's, it's finally your go. You see, the rules have contrived to, to give you the question anyway. So, Well, his, his name is Guy Crayford, which is why it was so funny when we were saying, what's the name of that guy? And Tom was going, oh, can't think of it, can't think of it. His, his XK-5 spacecraft crashed on the Kral home planet uh-huh. and the Kral's used him basically as... I, I mean, they didn't really form an alliance because the Kral's were using Crayford. Um, Crayford thought he would be returned glorious to Earth as a wonderful pilot, you know, the saviour of the human race, bringing the Kral's with him. But that wasn't the case. The Kral's wanted to invade Earth and were using his knowledge of Earth to work out their battle plans. Is correct, Trevor. You get another point. <laughs> we don't need the humans alive in any way, shape or form. When can I have my eye back, Stigron? Oh, in, in good time, in good time. <laughs> and at the end of that round, Tom and James are level on two, and Trev has a quite unbelievable seven. So stop moaning Brilliant. about <laughs> about Leeson's, you know, flexibility with the rules. I love that pause you put in there, Leeson, because it took you so long to count up the amount of points I had. Brilliant. That's right. I mean, you're getting to the level where I get confused with numbers now. Mm. And you're a nurse. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Question 13 is for Trev. How long had the Cybermen been in hibernation in their tombs on Telos? When the second Doctor oh. discovered them. So are we... Oh, no, that's Mondas. How long did it take to look it up, Trev? Come on. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. I wouldn't be able to be even give us... I mean, I would probably say maybe 3,000 years, but that would be a stab in the dark, and that's probably nowhere near correct. It's not. It's not correct. So this goes to... Who's struggling the most? I have to decide. I think James is probably struggling the most. So I'm going to throw this one to James. Um, And I have no idea. So, Tom, (laughs) you get get a stab anyway. So my assertion that you're struggling the most was just proved there. It was completely correct, yes. (laughs) Tom, any ideas? 400 years. Oh, the closest. Good. It it was 500 years. Right. So (laughs) So it's still wrong. It's still wrong. Close. (laughs) It's it's a good guess, but it's not right. Fair Mm enough. All right, fine. That was a terrible question. (laughs) Because you didn't know it, Trev. Correct. That was a terrible question. (laughs) Right, question 14, and the penultimate question of the quiz is for James. How did Jamie scale the castle wall of the master of the land of fiction? (laughs) God, I don't know. Um, 
He climbed up Rapunzel's hair. <laughs> Is the correct answer. <laughs> Another point, James. I've got three points in this quiz, two of which I genuinely have had absolutely no idea <laughs> what the answer was. I think you're, you're better when you clear your mind and just uh, stab in the dark. I'm better when I just guess. I do seem to be, yes. But there you go. I think you should answer every question with that answer from now on, James. <laughs> you've, you've probably got a really good chance. Okay. <laughs> well, the final question is for Tom. More opportunities for ignominy. Wonderful. Arriving on Castrovalva, the doctor picked a stalk of celery, proclaiming it a sign of civilization. But what significance does celery have for Gallifreyans? Um, a powerful restorative. Um, plus, it change, changes colour in the, in the in the presence of noxious gases. What sort of gases? For the point. Um, gases. Oh, um, I'm not, I, I couldn't name the fictional gases, but they're, but they're gases uh, harmful to a time lord. I could. Just thought I'd drop that in there. In which case, I shall have to throw it to James. Right. It, det- it detects right. spectroxtoxemia. No, it doesn't. No, no it doesn't. Spectroxtoxemia is from Caves of Androzani. Yes. A powerful restorative where I'm from, and it also yes, alerts me to the presence the- of certain noxious gases. The question was, um, what does it do for Time Lords? And what significance does it have for, for Gallifreyans? Right, significance it. does it have? Fine, okay, mm. cool. It's, I've decided what I'm going to do. Fire away, please, let someone else answer. <laughs> let me answer, but I'm, I'm also going to um, call into question the whole question, if I may. <laughs> <laughs> but before you know what the answer is. Well, I, I know the answer, but I think the question is framed incorrectly. Okay, Trev, what's the answer? The answer is that it turns purple in the presence of um, oh, gases in the Praxis range. That's correct. The reason why it is not of a significance to Time Lords, it is a significance to the Doctor, because he is allergic to some gases in the Praxis range, not Gallifreyans in general. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> I'm stunned. <laughs> I am actually stunned. Where, where does, where, where's that actually asserted? Where, where does no, he say he, that? No, he, he, he makes the statement in the story that he is allergic, not that Gallifreyans are. He says that he is. But he is a Gallifreyan. Yeah, but just because I'm allergic to something doesn't mean you're allergic to something. Well, we're all allergic to lead in a way. <laughs> I mean, if someone's allergic to garlic, it doesn't make everyone in the human race allergic to garlic, does it? But it does make all vampires allergic to garlic. I, th- yes. I think we're, we're meant to infer by that that Gallifreyans are allergic to No, these, we are not. Gases. Do not infer one single thing, Mr. Leeson Fisher. The <laughs> quote in the story is that the doctor is allergic to certain gases. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trev, I, I don't think you really should argue about this one question for two reasons. One, it's Leeson's first attempt at doing a quiz. And secondly, you won about 20 minutes ago. And I you... just want to, I mean, I'm, I'm very keen on making sure that our listeners aren't miseducated about Doctor Who. And that question is framed incorrectly. I'm sorry, it is. <laughs> no, I, 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 I still maintain, I think we're meant to infer that, that Gallifreyans are. Not just him, him, he as a Gallifreyan, as a Time Lord, is allergic to these gases. And I'm the quiz master. And you've won anyway, Trev. This is, you're a sore That's winner. That's fine. That's fine. Contrary opinions to feedback at the Doctor Who Podcast. <laughs> because James hey. looks after the inbox. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Anyway, more importantly than the winner, Lisa, who came second? 
James came second. Oh. And Tom is trailing behind in third place. Which means... He can only improve. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but it means for the next <laughs> quiz, should we ever decide to do this again... No. Um, <laughs> Tom will be quiz master. Oh, and thank Lordy for that, because <laughs> it's not an easy job with you three. I think Trevor was particularly difficult today, I have to say. I think you handled him very well. There's nothing wrong with being accurate. If you think that's difficult, (laughs) then then that's your outlook. I'm sorry. Accurate is fine. Belligerent is optional. (laughs) I accurately recorded your points, Trev, uh, and that's all you should be worried about. Let's think, what do we know about belligerent Australians? Maybe he runs these international. (laughs) Lisa, round this off before we kill ourselves. Go on. (laughs) So I think we should round off the quiz there before a riot breaks out in the camper van. So, join us next time for another exciting episode of the Doctor Who podcast. Cheerio. Bye for now. Bye-bye, everyone. I got eight points. Bye-bye. Hey, guys, just have a drink of this special tea I've just made you all. <laughs> <laughs>